Hello, this is your host Jordan. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Outspoken. On this podcast, we come together to discuss a question that you might have asked yourself once or twice. Hi, I'm Jordan, the host of this podcast. Today we're going to be discussing where our fear of expressing ourselves stems from. And as I promised in the previous episode, today we have some guests joining us on our discussion. So welcome Zaras, Tanatsua and Drew. Would you guys mind introducing yourselves? Hi, I'm Zaras, I'm 15 years old. Hi, I'm Ruin, I'm 15 years old. Hi, I'm Tanatsua, I'm 15 years old. Okay, so to start this episode off, I'm going to share my research on a website called psychcentral.com. I found that most people develop fears of expressing themselves because of past experiences. And I think that is quite interesting considering that most fears are invalidated because they are unrealistic or dramatic. But they actually stem from a similar experience in the past. And I'm sure that everybody has different experiences that have um, caused their fears. Um, So I think it's important to look for the root of that in order to heal. Okay, so what types of fears do you guys have that you feel hold you back in life? Fear to show people my true self. Um, yeah, like to express myself. I can't explain it, but like each person knows a different me, mm. if I can say. Because yeah. like if I go a certain place, they know me. And if I go another place, they know a different me. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I also kind of... I also kind of feel that because like i don't know i always feel like i have to change who i am to fit into different scenarios and like be a different person to like fit into a certain conversation and everything um what about you guys i think definitely i feel just public speaking like speaking in front of a large group of people or just speaking in front of people who have a certain influence is scary in general um i think i'm just afraid of people I don't really like like interacting with people is hard for me so just on a daily basis you can see how that would be hard so do you feel like these fears dictate the way you live i'd say so i'd say so like you try to overcome them you know but it's hard because once you know like once people know a certain you it's hard to just suddenly come out and be like changing and like you're all of a sudden different even though like your mindset is changing now mm-hmm. so yeah it's hard to just suddenly change yeah um i think yeah it does because it's like certain situations it's necessary for me to have to speak out and because this fear is holding me back i can't or i just get really scared and nervous yeah i think you know because i have to interact <laughs> with people every day um you know it gets hard okay wait wait so i want to focus on this you said yes. you you have a fear of people yeah what exactly does that entail because does that mean if you see someone you scream and you run away in the other corner or is it like what exactly it's definitely something like that if relatives come over i literally run to my bedroom and i stay in there until they're gone or if like just coming to school sometimes can be hard like i get really anxious especially on the first day of school like um i get nauseous and stuff like that because i just really i'm because you can't really tell what other people are going to do and say i can't 
control you know i like having control in my life mm. but you know i can't have control over the other people so yeah that's just that's really scary so would that mean that you you have a fear of interactions with people and what and how they might act because you can't control how they act you can't control how that will affect you yeah and also certain people i'm afraid of just being being, okay. being yeah okay and like how has that affected the way you live and the way you um well you know it has like a really physical um toll on me like um sometimes i have panic attacks and stuff like that and like you know the people around me that i trust don't really know how to deal with that so then i kind of have to deal with it on my own and like i i start shaking and like crying usually on the first day of school um and like you know like if people come over i'm not able to interact with them the way i should and then that comes off as being rude and like you know yeah i think i also like sort of relate to the situation and i think it makes me miss out like on a lot of stuff because if i do not have someone who i know is going to be with me who i know i can talk to who i know like i can i guess hide from with hide with like from the rest of the world mm -hmm. then i won't go yeah, so it like limits the stuff that I see, the stuff that I experience. Yeah, I so I wouldn't say I have the exact same experience as you guys, but like I can also kind of see where you're coming from because like in the past I've had a really hard time with just like I, I like my own company because I don't want to be with other people. But you know, it gets to the point where if you're in public and because you're scared of being with other people and people that you're not comfortable with you seem like the outcast you seem a certain way i think that's really like reflected itself in like my high school because like 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 um i think in my second year i just decided ah, i'm going to stop with this fake this fake persona and people just decided okay she's the quiet one she's the person that doesn't want to talk suddenly i get this label of being scary and unapproachable and like i feel like people really need to stop and kind of listen and try and understand where you're coming from and why you are that way because and i mean i you can't blame them for assuming stuff and doing stuff because like everyone has their own lives to live they can't be like digging into yours but it it's hard yeah hard um, okay um and like have your fears like led you to regret something like you've missed out on an opportunity anything like that i would say sort of like let's say i want to plan to hang out with certain people and other people also want to hang out with me usually the most common thing is to combine those two mm -hmm. but people know different use like once mm. people see you acting a certain way they're gonna judge you mm. and like once those other people see you acting this way they're gonna judge you and you're afraid people are gonna leave you once they find out like mm. you're, yeah. a, you're in like a certain way so yeah mm. yeah because like like have you seen that whole tiktok trend when like you say the wrong joke in front of the wrong crowd mm. and you're like mm -hmm. sorry don't forget to the wrong people <laughs> like yeah it's really hard because not everyone you don't have the same relationship with everyone and you always feel like like if i'm feeling a certain way and normally if i was with my sister i would just say it out loud but i'm in that situation i want to just say it then i say it to like tanaswa and i'm like oh wait yeah it's Tanaswa okay <laughs> with me saying that you know like yeah. is it okay that i'm saying that how about you guys um i feel like i didn't like Tanasha's similar to Tanasha's story if I want to go out with a group of friends but no another group of people there, I won't want to go out 
because they're there. I will feel anxious around them and just feel like I can't do what I would yeah. normally do. I think the way that I'm different is that even if I'm comfortable comfortable around those people, sometimes I struggle like interacting with everyone. Like if I'm invited to go somewhere, I'll usually say yes the first time, like mm -hmm. when they initially say it to me, right? But then last minute I freak out and then find any reason that I won't, that I can't go. Yeah. Because I, I don't know, I, I get scared that I'm going to say something wrong. Or when I do go out, I overanalyze everything I've said and done. That is so real. Yeah. That is so <laughs> real. Literally, at the end of the day, when I'm by myself, I think over every single thing I said to people. If, like, mm -hmm. I, and it's like, you know, sometimes the way you act, like the way I act, like if I do something that like I felt like, let's say I felt upset in the situation. And then because I was upset, I said something. And to you, it's going to be like, oh, Jordan's mad at me. But I'm not actually upset. I'm more upset with myself because why was I... Yeah. I should have held... Because I'm later on thinking, what was she thinking in the situation? Was she upset that I said that to her? And then now I'm I'm, a, I'm mad at myself because why was I saying that to her in the first place? You yeah. know? Do you feel like... Do you guys feel like your fear controls your life or do you feel like you kind of have a control over like you can decide what you want to do and your fear doesn't affect that um for me previously i had like bad social anxiety mm -hmm. but like i met people who had like even worse social anxiety mm -hmm. so it got to the point where i had to overcome mine yeah so we could do certain things i guess or yeah so i guess i've like kind of overcome that part but at the same time, I haven't, because it's more like I keep it inside yeah, and I just force myself yes, to do the things. Yes, there's still, because you know, you still feel that way yeah. inside and you haven't really healed it. But because you're put in the situation where you have to kind of, like yeah. you're thrown into water and you kind of have to just yeah. swim. But you don't want to swim, you know? Exactly. Um, I feel like lately, my, I've been or at least attempting to fight my fears. For instance, um, me and Rue have been making a pact since I don't know since when to participate in a club and for the first time today we participated yeah I was so me. proud of you guys you guys did so well you didn't even shake I was actually really proud of you like that was that was chef's kiss <clears throat> let me be honest okay I have no control whatsoever over my anxiety like it controls me every single day and people might not know that like I, I try and mask it but then when I get home it's like it's like a really big problem for me like I I I don't know I I don't know how to deal with it that that's the thing I think um so yeah I think it really controls like my everyday life like sometimes I I can struggle doing things that other people just do easily like yeah I, I obviously don't have the same experiences as you but like based off of my own problems I don't know if you guys know this, except for Tanaka, because I talked about this in like an episode of that. But like, for a long time in my life, I've had problems with stuttering, and because of that, it's kind of the main reason why I wouldn't want to talk, right? Um, and then it got to a point where I was having bad anxiety over like talking because I was so scared of messing up. And like, I don't know if you notice, sometimes when I'm speaking, I avoid certain words because like I, I don't want to like stutter. I, I, it's it does control my life like i will say it does control my life um but i will say it's got, it's gotten better I, i'm not saying it doesn't happen anymore but i've just grown to accept it so if you like go to accept your anxiety and say okay this is 
this is why i'm just what i'm going through at the moment you need to accept yourself but almost like forgive yourself for doing that to yourself i guess because like you can't really heal if you're still hating on yourself for what's going yeah i think i can sort of relate because like when i talk i mix up my words i sometimes pronounce things wrong or i just like yeah say the wrong things in the wrong order or something like that and you know what i didn't realize it happened until someone pointed it out and i was like oh and i and i became so conscious of it like every single time i talk or something like i have to read in class mm. which i do volunteer to but yeah i do say i think about it but i don't show it yeah i think something that we need to work on as girls and just like as friends or something is not is being able to i saw this quote that was like you can fix someone's crown without like if it's crooked you can fix someone's crown without letting everyone else know that it's crooked yeah. mm. like you know you can talk to them outside of you know like a friend group setting instead of being like you know oh uh zaz you look yeah you look really tired today or you're not talking much mm. and then uh, now i'm expected yeah. to talk to everyone just because you know they you know that friend has pointed it out or you know yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but then also like um like okay i do agree with that but sometimes the person telling you yourself can kind of like like zara's was saying can make you self-conscious even if they don't say it in a group setting they're just saying it to you i think it only I think the only time that I can be comfortable with someone saying something that would make me self-conscious is when I really close with the person I really trust them and I feel like this person is actually telling me this mm-hmm. because they love me and they feel like yeah it's something's up you. you know so but if someone someone that like I, I'm not a hundred percent with like is telling me oh Jordan um today in class you were starting I'll just be like oh you guys are noticing because in my head i'm trying to tell myself no one knows no one no one can tell no like like no one knows that this is going on um but like if someone tells me that it's going on it's like oh. yeah and for me a bunch of the insecurities i have like most of them started because someone pointed them out mm. like i wouldn't have noticed i wouldn't have kid until like someone pointed it out and it's like oh okay so this is something that people are actually noticing and people have a problem with yeah so do you think do you have some sort of story about someone like where where, where this came from because you said you think a lot of your insecurities came from someone pointing it out do you have something like that where someone was like zara's this this that and then it's not like certain ones but like let's say you're in class or something like that and like you know someone just points out something about themselves or about you that you're like and then they like make a snide comment about it that oh imagine yeah. doing this imagine being like this Eesh. imagine yeah and then you're like oh so. it feels like they're talking to you yeah yeah i think i actually do have a story so someone told me that like i remember one day i i like you know i had woken up late that day i was i had so much homework i had a lot on my plate and i was super anxious and then someone was like to me oh you're such a mess today and then after that they said it when there were people around so then after that everyone started picking like on me like oh your tie is this or you know oh you didn't do this or so then you know after that i had to make sure that i do my homework every day and that i don't look messy 
because you know I was just scared of people looking at me like that or looking mm-hmm. at me that way. Yeah. You know that's that's such a that's such a messed up thing for someone to say. You know that touching on that. How do you think society plays a role in your fears? Then like. Oh, um, I think a lot of people think my fears are, you know, like I'm. They think I'm like really dramatic, which I am. That's just my personality. But then it it kind of hurts when you know something really makes you anxious. Like I remember, my my extended family, like my uncle and stuff. They we do this thing at church where you have to hand the basket for the offerings and the tithes and stuff to people, right? And you have to keep handing it to them and moving like circulating. So then I kind of I got really anxious about that. Like I almost threw up and like I was crying and stuff like that. And then everyone was kind of acting as if I was being dramatic and that you know it was just something easy everyone else could do. And that kind of made me feel like I wasn't valid because you know my fears weren't valid mm. just because everyone else thought it wasn't you know that scary. You know? Yeah, I think that's very true because like a lot of the time people invalidate what you feel and like i said in the beginning like a lot of your fears and the way you react to something is based on something that happened in the past people mm-hmm. often invalidate that based off of their own understanding and how they react to things in life and i think that's so wrong and society needs to fix that about themselves because if i am feeling a certain way about something you can't tell me i'm being dramatic you can't i, I think growing up in an african household mm-hmm. also very damaging because certain cultures just for you to be feeling down is not acceptable and i know like what you're saying about like an african household like i cry very easily mm. and like especially if my parents are shouting at me i why cry. are you crying <laughs> why are you crying oh, give me something to cry <laughs> about <laughs> exactly oh, no that's so messed up like right? so like like if i have something that i want to discuss with my parents like something important to me something about my feelings or something like that yeah and yeah i'm hurt or something like that and just and i just say something and they shout at me because they think it's invalid mm. that i shouldn't even like it's not it's not worth the it's yeah. not worth oh my the gosh sometimes when i just i'm so stressed and i'm just so mm-hmm. i just can't like i'm at that point where where like everything is just piling over each other mm-hmm. and i just can't keep up a friend anymore and i'll be like i'm really stressed right now i'll tell it to my friends they'll be like you are a child what do you have to stress about exactly you go to school you have stuff paid for you what do you have to stress about and just because my stresses are not your stresses does not mean that they're not real exactly like they face different things in the past like yeah. i get it if like if it was like that for you guys mm. then maybe but things are way different now and like it hurts like i start crying when they are shouting at me and then they are mm. getting even more mad because like i'm crying yeah and like it gets to a point where you don't want to say anything yeah anymore. you just you're just gonna close up and i think that's but that's where a lot of the feeling like you need to hide yourself because mm-hmm. you feel like how you react to a situation someone might might not find acceptable or you might feel like you're being over dramatic like and another thing like what you were saying about your parents not being serious sometimes the jokes aren't funny like when something is serious to me and then you're joking about it yeah. and then i and then i don't laugh and then you're like why are you being so sensitive like <sighs> it matters to me just- <laughs> yeah. and something else that that like makes me want to stop sharing stuff 
is if I tell someone something and then they go around sharing it, oh like it may God. not seem like a big deal to mm. you. But if I told you like personally, like this is going on, this is happening, this is stressing me out, whatever, and then you go around telling people, is that it's just like Yeah, like, like this is just a common fact. Oh exactly. yeah, everybody Zara is doing this. And it's like, Yeah, I told you like to get it off my chest to have someone who can who can like, you know, yeah, who I can confine it mm. or something and then you go around telling people it's just like, Yeah, I can't trust so guys, how can we conclude this episode? I guess at some point you have to face your fears. Like even if you don't feel like it, even if you don't want to, sometimes you just go out there. You just go out there. Because you know, it's like you don't want, like I'm going to give an example. You don't want to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. Like you're arguing with your parents about doing the dishes. You end up doing the dishes. Yeah, you're so annoyed. Yeah, whatever. An hour later, you're like, what was I mad about? I'm already done yeah. everything. That's gonna be like sort of the same as like facing situations you don't want to face. Like yeah, you're gonna you might be anxious in those, anxious in those situations, but like if you just force yourself to do it, yeah, it's gonna be fine. I think that's a really good intake. Like I actually hadn't thought about that. Like like that that's a really good example because like like a lot of the stuff that I have been so scared of in my life, like for example, reading in class. After I've read in class and I've actually read properly, I'm just like what have i been scared about has my whole life just been a lie because what have i been scared about you know um i think sometimes like you do have to push yourself and it is hard like um it is going to be hard like at the end of the day 10 years down the road you're not gonna be like oh my gosh i can't believe i made a mistake in that word in english you're not gonna care or oh my gosh i started at that interview but i still got the job so don't I think there's a difference between having like fears and not being comfortable with doing something. So I think it's about um, drawing the line between those things. Like, mm. you know, you can, people might be saying like, uh, let's say you go on like, you go to a, like a park or something, right? And then everyone's telling you, you should go on a zip line. Okay, yeah, you should face that fear and yeah. just go. But then if it's something you don't feel comfortable with, you shouldn't feel pressured mm-hmm. to do that thing. Yeah. And like on the other side, I would also like to point out like the fact that you don't have to point out things about someone else unless it's something that's going to lift them up mm. something that's genuinely going to disrupt them like if something is amiss and like in what they're wearing too she's hanging out of their like their skirt or something mm. yeah point that out because they're gonna be embarrassed i'm mm. embarrassed later on but like if it's just something that you yourself think mm, i don't think this is the way something should be and it's not gonna do anything to the person yeah. like if you leave it alone don't point it out yeah and like also try to understand where people are coming from because mm-hmm. like not like everything you see is how it is like actually inside yeah just don't judge yeah but i think what jordan said is really important like you must draw a line between your boundaries and stuff that you can change but also i think it's important to realize that your boundaries can change like you can have these boundaries at the moment i'm feeling this way and i will not do this because i don't want to do this i'm not going to do that but as I progress in my journey of feeling confident in myself or whatever, eventually I might feel like I can lift up the boundary. Like it's okay if that happens, you know? So I think it's okay to realize that you don't always have to stick with your boundaries, but it is very important to have your boundaries set and know what you definitely don't want to do. Especially in like a high school setting where peer pressure is so common, you have to have your boundaries. You have to know what's right, what's wrong, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do. So you can't get pushed into doing something you don't want to. Mm-hmm. 
communication is extremely important like you can't just expect the other person to know what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with um and like if they pressure you you know they might not understand what kind of toll that's having on you like what doing that thing will have on you mm-hmm. okay so that wraps our episode um thank you to zara's drew and tanatwa make sure that you tune in to our next episode and with that said Bye. Bye. Bye.